I can't believe I'm on the other side of what I used to pray for. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, on? Yes. the 20s, what baby. In the 20s? What in the 20s is going on? I am here on? for the 20s, baby. This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zama Mkize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through it, baby. And on this episode, I am going to be speaking about just my surprise, my shock, (laughs) when I basically realized that I am somewhere in the middle of what I used to ask God for, um, for quite some time right now in my life. And it like it only occurred to me when I was like driving. I was like I took a long drive and I was just like, Zama, you're actually like <laughs> you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Just also mind you, my voice is a little I don't know, my throat was like sore two days ago and this is I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's going on, but this is the boys we're working with. Aight, aight. But I hope you're all good. It's been a minute. Um last time I spoke to you, I was twenty-three years old. It was my birthday just a week ago. I am now twenty-four. Um and it's good. So far, so good. I can't complain. I'm actually really glad. I was really nervous about turning 24 because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really getting older. I'm turning 25 next year. That's crazy. People are going to say I'm in my mid-20s. What in the... You know? And it's just... <laughs> I was just so nervous for that realization of like, yo, like... Like, it's just... Time is moving. I'm I'm really getting closer to the 30s. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But I can say, like, I feel the most self-aware, the most, um, yeah, assured in myself and comfortable in myself and my skin and where I am. And it's really nice. When I think about where I, where I was when I was just 20, 21, 22, I don't know who that girl was. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I love her. She was great. But I like who I am now I love who I am now and I think it's because I know who I am now which is very 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 comforting to know um I don't know if you could pick up basically I guess from the couple of episodes latest episodes that I was like releasing that I was like going through really complicated situations like I think my other episode was like realizing that I was the problem or I was toxic or something and um then dealing with heartbreak and everything like that like I was just so confused in my life I guess for like some period because I think I didn't know where to place myself with in relation to just myself in general and in relation to others like I I think I was like constantly feeling this weird battle of like who am I what's going on I found myself accepting things that I normally wouldn't but because I just I wanted to be accepted by this person so badly. I wanted to be a part of somebody's life so badly (laughs) that like I was willing to stretch myself past the point of me being okay just to say that like, yeah, I'm... I know that person, that person knows me, you know what I'm saying? And I think we we do that quite often, you know, like we try our best to extend ourselves in all these different ways to lower our expectations drastically, lower our standards, lower our, I guess, 
I don't even know how to explain it because for me, I felt like I was so consumed to the point that I lost myself absorbing somebody else. I felt that I lost my own sense of identity because of how much effort I had placed in wanting to be a part of somebody's world. And it's not the first time I've done something like this. I've done this way too often. And I think it's like just this thing that I fall back on when I feel like I'm losing sight of who I am. I just try to find my identity in somebody else. And I think that's what has been happening this whole year from January. It has been very difficult for me um, in terms of knowing where I was in my life, in my career, and my plan for my life. It was, it was quite strenuous trying to figure out what's going on that I kind of decided and not consciously, but I kind of decided to just attach myself to other things and other people so that I didn't feel as lost or as confused, you know, so I didn't, it's a way of, I guess, distracting yourself from feeling stuck, because that's how I felt, I felt really stuck, and it was very frustrating, it was absolutely frustrating, because I didn't, I didn't know what the future looked like for me, but as long as I was associated with somebody or other people or whatever it is it just felt less lonely and that was the scariest part like fear of loneliness was what kept me in situations longer than I should have been in I was terrified of being alone again I was just I didn't want to do that because being alone is like I I didn't want to be stuck with my own thoughts and my own feelings I didn't I didn't didn't want to have to deal with that but it's ironic because when you <laughs> oh child sorry you know yeah, guys you already know i'm always laughing every time i realize i'm about to be vulnerable and transparent but anyways talking about your feelings is just too much <laughs> but anyways i'm saying it's ironic feeling that you don't want to be alone because of the fear of loneliness when you're basically alone in a relationship with somebody you're basically participating by yourself being with somebody <laughs> you experience that feeling anyways and I had to really wake myself up and like make myself alive to the possibility of how fulfilled I could be just being alone in comparison to the struggle that I'd been feeling with somebody else. And it wasn't just a one person thing, like also in my friendships and stuff like that, I was feeling really low. I was just, hey man. <laughs> and... Another thing is that you also realize that you really can only extend yourself past where you can see yourself. How you feel about yourself and in relation to yourself is how you're, how well and equipped you are to manage your relationships with other people and handle other people and treat and nurture other people. And I don't think necessarily that I was terrible at it, but even though I was moving with pure intentions... I don't think I knew what I was doing. I don't think I... (laughs) I think I constantly was operating like on surface level kind of feelings and emotions and stuff because I didn't want to have to move past that. I didn't want to have to deal with what was on the inside. And so I don't think I was willing to accept other people for like their deepest and like their core feelings of what was going on. I think... In hindsight, I probably was emotionally unavailable, which is so crazy because I felt so desperate 
for love and care and attention and nurturing. I felt so, I thought I was so available for all of those things because that was probably an area in my life that I was lacking and I needed people to pour into that. And I use the word desperate deliberately because that's how it felt like. Like I felt like I was in this dire need of love and it's so crazy because as much as people were pouring into me it was never enough I was never satisfied (laughs) guys I was never satisfied like I always found something to complain about or to be upset about or to feel underwhelmed by because I felt like they could have done it better they could have and this is crazy man like it's so intense having people try to show you love and care and you're still underwhelmed by that feeling like you still feel this hole inside of you and you still feel this like this lack and you make it a them problem like they're not loving you right they're not making the effort to learn how to treat you better how to this that whatever but like it takes you through this long route of realizing that, like, are you even pouring into yourself the way that you want to be loved? Are you even showing up for yourself the way that you're expecting or hoping other people to do for you too? And I feel like in this last month, really, I'm going to say month, because even though it only felt like a realization yesterday, I understood everything it took for me to get to this point. And I think it was about, like, four weeks of crying praying, excuse me, meditation, revelations, writing, journaling, thinking with myself, talking to people for me to get to this point where I was driving and I was like, I can't believe I'm on the other side of that pain because I definitely was going through so much pain, felt like I had neglected and abandoned myself, hoping to be welcomed into somebody else's world. And that self-compromising feeling is so deep and it's so subtle. You don't notice it because it starts with the little things and it builds up and it builds up. You like move your goalpost constantly. You're constantly shifting it. Just (laughs) trying to make space for somebody else and their needs and their wants and their desires and their dreams. You're constantly shifting where you're at so that they can have all this room in your life and all of that. And till the point where you've shifted yourself off the post completely like you're you're not even on the field you're not even playing anymore like you're just a spectator you're on the stands <laughs> watching somebody else consume your time your energy your mind your thoughts your dreams and it's so scary when you realize you're at that point because as i said it's so subtle it's not this one action that happens it's like So many things that lead to a point where you don't even recognize who you are anymore. And it's so crazy because there were points where my friends were telling me this. That, Zama, you're not like this. Like, what's going on? I don't know you like this. You know, I don't know. (laughs) What are you doing? And I feel like so many of my friends had to stretch their arms trying to pull me out. Trying to bring me back into... I don't even know because I didn't even know what they were pulling me back into because I didn't associate with who I was before either. I wanted to be made new, essentially. Um, Not that there was anything wrong with the person I used to be, but I think that when you're mentally and emotionally going through something for a very long time, it's so difficult to see. It's so difficult 
to recognize yourself like I don't even know how else to explain it like it's I hope this resonates with you because I'm really trying my best to explain what it's like to lose yourself to watch yourself completely dissolve and disintegrate into just a physical being I don't I didn't know who my like my soul my spirit my everything inside of me was because I like that was that was insane man it's also it's so scary realizing how good you are at covering that up because it's not something that people will pick up immediately you become really good at playing other people that's another thing I just learned I was like (laughs) I'm really good at keeping up this facade and making other people think I'm still the same Zama I'm all good I'm all like this and that it's so easy to manipulate people when you're trying to keep up an act when you're trying to keep showing that you're good, you're all right, you're okay, things are like, it's so easy. I don't know how to explain how easy it is. It's exhausting. It's definitely exhausting. But you realize that you're really good at playing the game because you don't want other people to believe that there's something wrong with you because then it'll become very real. It'll become very real when other people are able to see it because you already know it. You already know that you're not okay. But if somebody was to point that out, it's like, oh, well, damn. And that's precisely what happened to me. Eventually, I couldn't pretend anymore. Eventually, I couldn't keep up that facade anymore. Eventually, I just couldn't play the game anymore. As I said, I was on the sidelines and people picked up and I had to pull myself out of there. And what was worse was that it genuinely got worse before it got better. Like that heartbreak was so painful the tears were, the tears felt so heavy. It felt like cement was coming out of my eyes because like it was just pulling me down constantly. The weight of it was terrifying. And I felt so lost and confused. And what's even worse is when those thoughts of, I don't know who I am outside of this person, outside of this situation, when those intrusive thoughts start coming in because you just start getting scared. I remember the first time, (laughs) the first time, this is, I think, all the way back in March, early March, I had made a decision. I was like, I am walking away from the situation. I'm letting go of it. Like, it's, it's wraps, right? And I didn't even last 24 hours. And I was right back in that situation all over again. And then I tried again, I think a couple of weeks later, and I was right back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. It felt so miserable existing outside of that comfort of that person or of that environment or situation. It felt unbelievably uncomfortable. (laughs) It was just so sad I was so sad and that's the thing I attached my identity to this scenario and without it it felt so lonely and I was just so I was just so scared to figure out who I was beyond this that I just kept going back and back and back I just keep putting up with it and dealing with it and like again and again and just keep chipping away at my spirit and my hopes and my desires because I was like, oh my gosh, I have to make this work. I have to, I have to, because what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? You know that question, where do I go? (laughs) And that's precisely how I felt. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what life looked like for me beyond this point. And 
it makes me emotional thinking about it because life feels so limitless right now for me that I'm out of that situation. And I mean fully out of it. It feels like there's so much I can do that I can be, so many places I can go. I feel powerful for the first time possibly this year. And I don't regret that situation because this feeling is, I don't know, I would give anything to feel this feeling. And I know that this situation was what it took for me to feel this feeling, for me to grow, for me to learn, for me to really pick up on who it is I am and what it is that I will not accept anymore. And it sucks that those are the situations that are meant to build you and mold you, that those are the situations that help build, like, build your character and help define you. Because I, I wish there was an easier way. I wish I didn't have to go through the things that I go through. I'm sure a lot of people feel those things. But that's, it's like the only way. Because how else? How else would I have known that if I didn't stick it out, that I, if I didn't fight for this peace of mind, like, and let me tell you man like it's just sometimes it feels like you're in this loop in this rut and you keep going in circles and circles year after year after year dealing with the same situations but you're really not like I definitely feel that who I was maybe when I was 21 18 19 20 21 I probably would have stuck this out for years because I have I've done it I've literally done it and this time it didn't even last three months and that's how I know that I really am growing and progressing it's like I'm recognizing that I'm moving the needle in my life in terms of how much I'm able to handle and when a situation doesn't serve me anymore and it's really beautiful to know that that self-assurance is there you have to trust that literally your mind, your body, your everything will let you know when it's time for a shift. Everything in your life will point towards you knowing that it's time for something to change. And it'll probably be a, a low point in your life. It'll probably mean hitting rock bottom. But that's the best part about that moment is you really are now at a place where you can stand up and not want to be at that place, that rock bottom place anymore. Like you're now at a place where you can, you can really make that shift, you know, because it's, you just, you don't want to be there anymore. You will, you have to trust that you will always protect yourself, at least eventually, because we are built to survive. And because we're built to survive, (laughs) that situation (laughs) is not it. It's not where you're, you're meant to be. You can feel that you're not meant to be placed here. And I think that's another thing I've enjoyed about having intuition is that you will know, you will always know <laughs> when you're not supposed to be in this place, in this area, in this situation with a thing, with a career, with a person, with it, like with whatever that's going on, whatever circumstance you have in your life. And I think I'm really grateful that Zama saved Zama, that Zama found Zama, that Zama 
said enough <laughs> to somebody, you know. And I was really scared because I thought that I wasn't going to be able to do that. I thought that I, as I told you, like I kept going back. I kept going. I thought I wasn't going to be able to save myself. And I remember telling my brother, I came home from the long drive and I was like, I just realized that no one's coming to save me. No one's coming to pull me out or get me at the other side. Like, it's just me. It's just me. I have to, <laughs> I have to do it. And I think I did it. I think I'm doing it. I think I'm literally sitting here so fulfilled and content being alone. And it was so difficult because it felt so deprecating and isolating. And it felt like I was making the mistake of walking away. It felt like I was the one losing something. I was the one at a loss. I was the one just, oh, I felt so many things. Like I was the problem. <laughs> but it's really great to be able to stand on your own two feet and realize that like you are going to make it. You are going to survive this. And your past experiences is proof that you have survived it before. You will do it again. And that's the thing, heartbreak, when you're in the middle of it, it feels like you can't get out of it. It feels suffocating, to put it quite literally. It feels, it's so painful. As I said, like, when you cry, it feels like cement is coming out of your eyes. Like, tall. Like, I don't even know how to, it's just, it's this, everything feels like it's weighing you down. And when I was experiencing heartbreak, I did not know what to do with myself. I I was constantly shifting from like under eating to overeating, you know, because it's like you lose appetite and then you just have way too much appetite. Like you just don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know. I was like isolating myself from my friends. I didn't want to see my friends either. And that's the thing. When you're in this dark space, you don't even realize how dark it can get. And... It's been so beautiful reconnecting with my friends again, reconnecting with myself, most importantly, reconnecting with God above it all. I truly believe that like when you put God in the middle of anything and make him your anchor, you're most likely to make it through. <laughs> and um, I feel really happy, genuinely, genuinely happy to a point where I feel confident that whatever situation I may move into moving forward in the future, I'm trusting that it will, it will be what's, what's best for me. It will be what's meant for me. And I do think that this situation that I'm speaking about that put me through the most, I do think it was what I deserved at that time in my life. Because as I said, I was kind of dealing with something mentally and emotionally where it felt like some sort of depression, I guess, but I don't feel that anymore. And I think it's like this situation built the hell out of me. <laughs> so much character, so much strength, so much like it. I had to go through this situation to get out of my mental rut that I was in for the last four months. And now that I'm 24, I can genuinely feel that I'm out of it. Like I genuinely feel so equipped and more excited about life. I feel like I'm looking forward to things again and I'm excited for my own desires and passions again and dreams again. Like I'm excited about me again, you know? So it feels really, really nice. It feels really, really great. And it's 
it's this like I, I got what I deserved <laughs> even though when I was in it I'm like I don't deserve this <laughs> I don't deserve this. what's happening to me I don't deserve like I felt that but like that for that version of Zama who didn't know who she was that was who she deserved and that was what she deserved and that that was that but this version of me who's just I who's just feeling more self-aware and assured and just comfortable in her own skin, I feel like again I'm going to get what I deserve. So you gotta trust that. It's like it's that law of resonance. There's an argument about the difference between law of attraction and law of resonance. And law of resonance is just basically that you we get what we deserve. And yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel that. I feel like for who I was back then that situation, even though it felt like it costed me, that was who that version of me was attracting. (laughs) And I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with who I am now. And I hope that this message reaches out to someone who needs it. If you're in your ruts, if you're in your loop and your stuckness (laughs) and brokenness and emptiness and all of that, that it is possible to get to the other side of it you just got to be brave enough and willing enough to see it through, to trust yourself that when when it's time for a shift, you will know that it's time for you to get out of it, that it's time for you to seek something different, something bigger, something better, and it will be beautiful. What's meant for you will always find you. Trust that. As always, I'm sending my love. Goodbye. This is Twenties.